Did you vote on a referendum that talked about a mental health board in your city? They're called 708 boards. And Schaumburg, Wheeling, Addison, Lyle, Naperville, Vernon Township, some in Will County. I know there was talk about it in Elgin. But people are looking at Wheeling like, well, what is Wheeling going to do about it? So I just wanted to know more and... Kenneth Flory, a partner at Robin Schwartz, is with us. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Flory. How are you today? I'm doing great, Lisa. Thanks for having me on your show. So I know people saw it on their ballot, the referendum, but explain in your words what a 708 board is, what it is designed to do. So 708 boards are called community mental health boards, and they're created within townships throughout Illinois. And some uh, seven boards are actually created at the county level, but from from what we're all talking about, it's a township level. And uh, they're created to address exactly what it sounds like, uh, explore funding options for mental health services within the, each township's limits. Uh, as for background, Wheeling Township, which represents over eight uh, communities in the northwest suburbs, has been providing mental health funding for local organizations, uh, over $500,000 per year to these organizations to provide mental health services for its residents. So they've been doing this since I've been working with them, which is going on over 20 years. Um, but local residents uh, initiated this. There are two options to create a mental a 708 board. Um, it could be citizen-initiated or it could be initiated by the township itself. This was citizen-initiated, and referendums are a complex subject. Uh, they're controlled by statute. Some, oftentimes more than one statute comes into play, and that's what happened here. Uh, but So that's, that's the background on mental health board before I get into the, the problem that we're facing with uh, the referendum question. We're facing a serious mental health crisis. That's my humble opinion in this country. So any help we can get, I think, is welcome. And uh, what I read is that these boards include mental health services in schools, substance use prevention services, in-home mental health support for seniors, mental health services for domestic violence survivors, co-response crisis services in conjunction with law enforcement. And I think that was one of the big issues that people wanted to see or some people were actually opposed to. And then in-home therapy for youth with autism and so many different items under this umbrella. Is it fair to say that Wheeling considers all of those part of their mental health board? Absolutely. From Supervisor Penner, who has personal experience with mental health issues within her family, to the township itself, it has funded mental health services for decades. So I think that's the one thing we all agree on is the, the value of these services, that they're underserved, underfunded from the state and federal level. And I guess uh, the next level would be the local level to fund these services. So I think it's a bigger problem than just local funding. I think it has to be addressed in the state and federal level to, to get us to the point we all need to be in for mental health services. But we're just dealing with the local level issue uh, with this subject. And so where is it right now and why has it been so many so cloudy for many other townships and what is Wheeling doing? How are you moving forward with it? Well, you have uh, good intention citizens who wanted to create the 708 boards, and I applaud them for that. Uh, however, they and they they had advice of counsel from uh, different organizations who said, "Here's what the statute says. The question must read as follows." But there's another statute called under the Illinois Property Tax Code that provides if you are going to tax a new rate, levy a new rate. Uh, within your jurisdiction, you have to put these questions on the ballot, too. 
not just a question to create the 708 board and to fund it, but four, three or four questions to tell the citizens, if you vote for this, here's how much uh, money is going to be raised, and here's how much money per $100,000 of value of your house it will be. So it makes sense, right? You want Everyone wants to make a, an informed decision when you're voting. And uh, the, if you followed both statutes, the creation of the board and the funding of the board, and then the second statute under the property tax code with the transparency language and information, then it would have worked. Unfortunately, that didn't happen with almost all of these townships, uh, including some of the counties, too, that put this on, the, on their ballots. Uh, Vernon, I believe, is the only one that put some of the questions on, but not all of the questions. And the rest of them, I believe, did not put any questions. And particularly in Wheeling Township, there were there was no none of this uh, voter information, transparency information on the ballot. So, um, back as to you square can imagine, one. <laughs> back to square one. Uh, and, and there was a case in Kane County where a similar scenario happened a couple of years back, and. Um, the township, the question didn't have all the elements, and there was a lawsuit filed. The county clerk refused to extend the taxes, and the, the judge said, this is pretty clear. You need to have this information on the ballot for it to be a legitimate ballot question. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, so the township board, instead of asking the citizens to start over again, it initiated the process itself at its last meeting and said, we're going to put the exact same question on the ballot with all of the required information because it's extremely complicated to get this information together. Your average citizen could not calculate this information. Um, You need professionals, you need attorneys, you need assessors, you need all the people who work in property tax world to put the information together. So they've done that and it's going to be on the ballot at the the first available election, which is going to be the primary election um, next spring. And of course, everybody will be watching Wheeling because they want to see how it works and how they can apply it in their county. They do. Well, and I think all of the other townships have to be very careful. If they levy taxes without this information, they're going to be facing lawsuits uh, that you don't learn about for five years in Cook County about the objections to the taxes. And then a case with this much uh, coverage and how extensive it will be, you won't get a decision until it goes through the appellate courts and possibly the Supreme Court. And if you're in the losing end of that, because your township didn't have the required information, you could be facing refund liability of multiple millions of dollars. And townships don't have big budgets. I think Willing's over a little bit over $2 million a year. And if they went forward without doing a, a redo, they could be facing over $10 million in refunds 10 years from now that they just don't have. And it would have, it would have done the opposite. It would have shattered the funds currently provided to mental health services in Wheeling Township because we'd be paying off these refunds. So so they, they take it very seriously and they want to be protective of both their, their citizens as well as the mental health services that they currently are providing. So uh, everyone's hoping for a good outcome in the spring. And uh, I just hope all the other townships are as careful about this because nobody wants to see mental health services be negatively impacted going forward. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Thank you, Lisa. Kenneth Flory, partner at Robin Schwartz, representing the folks in Wheeling about the 708 boards. Read it. Read about it. Find out more. So if it pops up on your referendum, you'll know exactly what you're dealing with. Lauren's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN. 